This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel said it best, the whole of the Auburn experience. That includes lots and lots of sports. It includes an Auburn soccer team who is now on a winning streak in the SEC currently and a volleyball team that has redeemed a football team who is struggling right now. But that also includes many high moments for the football team, just not so much this season. It also includes things like, you know, the downtown of Auburn changing through uh, the through the history of it, and it includes things like having experiences in an airport that you never thought you would have, war eagle moments, in and everything. It involves all of us together, our stories intermingled, in Auburn and outside of Auburn, Alabama. That is the Auburn experience. As always, it is best enjoyed with others around you, especially those amongst the Auburn family, which is why for every episode, including episode seven of this show, I have an Auburn man with me, and that is Mr. Austin Scott. Welcome back to the show, Austin. Thanks, Kyle. War Eagle, everybody. Glad to be back. And the whole of the Auburn experience never gets old. Uh, While football has its issues and struggles, Thankfully, it does not encompass the entirety of the Auburn experience, and that's what we get to talk about the majority of here, whether it's the city of Auburn, different Auburn athletics, or anything else, what random interactions that we have. I'm thankful that we get to look to a little bit different things to describe the Auburn experience than just football. Although, if you would look online, and and probably some in person too, you would think that's the only thing that matters based on some people's uh, handling of the emotions that come after what what should not have been surprising, right? A loss to the number two Georgia team. That's what was so fascinating about this to me, Austin, is that after a Georgia loss where the Auburn team is clearly struggling, they are not, in, in most cases, the vitriol with which the response was to the coach. Now, listen, am I going to sit here and say that there is not criticisms to go around for coaching decisions <laughs> for play, all that stuff? No, I, that is clearly evident, but it's just, sometimes I cannot grasp the level of the emotions go to in some of these cases. Is that a fair statement? No, absolutely. I think the biggest thing is you can see people all leading up to the game saying, Oh, we're going to get, destroyed oh look at the spread oh take the over definitely definitely and then it happens and everyone's still upset it's kind of like you can't really have it both ways but and i'm not like you said i'm not saying there's not blame to go around i'm not saying the way they lost is something that you should still be like oh well we expected that so it's okay because it was still bad there were still things that made us all question what in the world are we doing and it's okay to have those feelings but to just kind of remember to keep it in check. And I'm speaking to myself there. That's for sure. Right. I, I think that's obviously the case here. I, I think sometimes when people get offended, when you point out, Hey, uh, the collect, the, the vocal majority here, that's and I shouldn't even say majority, the vocal group that's causing all of the, the hubbub online or whatever. Uh, we're not saying that we're better than we're just saying that we've got to just, we've at least gotten to the point where we can rationalize some of these things at, at this point. So that that's kind of what's meant by that. No offense. We understand uh, why it's so disappointing, but again, you should have expected it. You know, what's also a disappointment, Austin, us, um, we are a humongous disappointment to a lot of people. <sighs> You're a disappointment to me. Um, <laughs> I'm a disappointment <laughs> to you. 
we are a disappointment to the Auburn family, but more, more importantly, we are a humongous disappointment to the Auburn volleyball team. I cannot express the regret and remorse, not for discussing them. That's right. Enjoying them being part of the Auburn experience because that's what our show is about. But the fact that we would have just, we know how this goes, right? We've been around long enough. We're not super old. Look at my hairline for those of you watching live. <laughs> you can see that I'm somewhat older. We know how this goes. When Auburn's up, there's an opportunity for it to come down. And if you set it up for, if you believe in mojo and all that stuff, it will come around and get you. And boy, did we just set it up for old Mojo to come around and get at one time the undefeated Auburn volleyball team. So to coach Brent Crouch, the ladies, the staff, and to the Auburn family, Austin and I would like to officially, sincerely, on the live recording even, apologize. We we accept that L for you. Do not accept yes. that L. We take it on. Yeah, we jinxed it. We 100% jinxed it. and. uh that was a risk we took, and I'm okay taking it because I'd like to think that we kind of elevated the audience to Auburn Volleyball and the success that was going on even just a little bit. But the good news is they've already bounced back twice. They've avenged that awful loss in, at Georgia by the football team and won two. They're back on a winning streak and playing well. Uh, and had a, it was a hard-fought loss at LSU on Wednesday night for the Auburn Volleyball team to – to drop their first game. Um, but you know, we'll take that one. That one's put that one on our record and not on theirs. I'm going to tell you, Austin, I was sitting here in this seat, actually watching it on the, the screen. I normally do our show on here and I'm like watching like on pin, just obviously because I'm invested, mm -hmm. right. Just in general, but especially for you and I say, I'm like, no, don't, I don't, I don't want this on me. I don't want this on Austin. Maybe Austin, but I don't want this on me. <laughs> like, I can't be the one that pointed all this out on a podcast. And then the second we do that, they take the loss. I just felt so bad. But hey, listen, at least it wasn't a drubbing, right? Like, this was, right. you know, for those of you, again, that don't know how volleyball works, they go to five sets maximum because uh, you got to be two, uh, was it three out of five? Three uh, out you got to three sets wins the match. And so they went to five. And it was pretty much down to the whole thing. I think LSU won by like three points, I think is what it was, three or four, so. which yep. is very, very close um, for those of you that aren't up on your volleyball uh, knowledge. I'm not saying that I am. I, I learn more every single day. I still don't understand this libero thing. Uh, but <laughs> that's just something that I haven't grasped my mind completely <laughs> around. But uh, I, I would part of me, Austin, wants to say we should never after this point speak of the Auburn volleyball team again because we wrecked it for them. But then there's also the part of me that knows we can't do that because that's not how we want to operate. So that's right. how do we, how do we balance that Austin going forward? That, I mean, I mean, we have to keep talking about the success they're having. That'd be a disservice to what they're doing and to what coach Crouch has already got them rolling in. Um, but I mean, I, I don't think we're going to have to worry about too many losses. It's fair. Quite honestly, I think they're going to have a successful year that we've talked about how they're a young team. And a lot of these girls are going to be around Auburn for a while. And so I think it's going to be exciting program building season for Auburn volleyball to kind of get things the way coach Crouch has wanted it. Um, and, and we will take the first loss of kind of a successful season for Auburn volleyball. Um, and, and they just know that the pressure's on 
and 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 we will take on the haters for them here on yes. the Auburn Experience podcast. So um, that is our task now that we have cost them an undefeated season. In fact, Austin, I would say this: not that I, I know you know memes became a big thing during last basketball season and have continued mm-hmm. on, even when we lose in football and otherwise, we we meme ourselves. I would beg and plead that you meme us um, just to <laughs> continue to to push all of that bad mojo that we gave to the volleyball team for that LSU loss, even though, again, they've bounced back. So please meme the heck out of us. Uh, you know, you can hit me up at t- uh, Kyle Loomis 24 and Austin uh, will we'll share his in a little bit. But, yeah, I, I want to get meme for this because I deserve it. I know better than that, and I know how the Auburn experience goes sometimes, and I am—I sincerely apologize for this. Can we apply this philosophy, though, to football? Because there's, like, right now, football needs something, right, to get things going. Oh, right. yeah. Do we need to, like, discuss them more and act like they're going to win and just like, – is that how we need to operate for the football team going forward, try to reverse <laughs> mojo them? Yeah, who knows? I think everybody's trying everything they can uh... – including the players themselves reverse mojo mojo the auburn football team is just struggling again uh everybody saw the game yesterday we've talked about the game already a little bit um yeah just rough and i'm not sure what it is but i would just encourage people to like we said kind of look at the auburn experience as a whole uh if you love auburn and believe in auburn you can take pride in things like the Auburn volleyball team and, and two random podcast guys costing them their first loss of the season and, and everything's okay. Listen, I, I just, I cannot continue to express my regret and remorse for what we did uh, to the volleyball team. I wish we could have that type of power over football because I, I would figure out oh. how to, like we said, reverse it for them. But, uh, you know, I'm just happy that the volleyball team has not suffered further because of the mistakes of two fans. And that we still have a, a great uh, team performing in SEC play right now and lots of other sports as well. There's there's other That's sports right. going on that people should uh, compare about. But as we go further into the episode, we're probably going to have a less heavy sports show today, just given the nature of how football is doing. But we wanted to make sure we hit some of those at the top of the show. Because let's be honest, we need something. We need to feel good about something in Auburn sports (laughs) right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is one that I think we could go several different ways with. And I think most people, when they tune into episode seven, they've kind of heard us talk about certain things in a certain manner. And maybe you're like, okay, yeah, they're going to talk about anything Auburn. But I don't think when they sign up, subscribe, whatever you want to call it, to an Auburn podcast, do you think that we're going to be talking about a grocery store? Probably not. We're going to be talking about a grocery store, not just any a grocery store. By the way, Publix, hit me up if you want a, a sponsorship because I would uh, oblige that <laughs> in full. <laughs> but here is your free advertising for your store in downtown Auburn, Alabama. 
again, maybe this is just a commentary on the state of Auburn football right now, that the fact that we're moving to this. But it is a very significant happening because of several different things. There is this concept and this idea that a lot of us, especially myself as nostalgia freaks, have that we yeah. hate change, that we don't want Auburn to ever like not be this quaint little southern town. But we forget that it already has changed, too. And so when you do things like put high rises, but then you remove like a whole back section of, of North Gay Street, I, I believe. Yeah, that's North Gay yep. Street. And take out Tiger Rags, a bank, a Burger King. You remember the Burger King back there, Austin? Oh, yeah. Did you ever free, oh, yeah. frequent back with, there at all? With the biggest parking lot ever known to man for a Burger King. I don't think a Burger King has ever had that amount of square footage, much less the parking lot. Yeah, um, no way. I spent a lot of time back there. They, you know, I loved good old frozen cokes from from Burger King and get, would get my little chicken nuggets after a football game or before a football <laughs> game. Ironically, there was a time for like a season that I had a parking spot for every game back, not at the Burger King, but because you'd get towed, uh, but next to it. And so it was kind of like my ritual. You know, I'd go after the game, get in the Burger King, grab some nuggets, a frozen Coke, wait for traffic to die down and head on out of there. But that's gone. Tiger Rags is gone. They've moved, I, I believe, over to, um, is it Glenn and Austin? You know where they Glenn are? Glenn and exactly? uh, you're thinking of Glenn and uh, University uh, or maybe Sugar. And I don't know which one it is right there, but they've actually moved from there either. And they are online only now. Tiger what? Is, what is Tiger happening? Tiger Rags is online only. Yep. Everything's changing, Austin, and I hate it. Why? It is. It is. And that's kind of where we were getting at with this tonight is that downtown Auburn, which if anyone's been to Auburn this season, has definitely noticed a lot of the new high-rises and apartments and changes. and Some of those, for better or for worse, we could argue that all day. Um, but one of the newest ones that opened this week is that Publix, like you're talking about. And right there on Gay Street, um, I've already talked to like a couple freshmen who can walk now to get groceries. Uh, I know, not everyone has the car. So, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. That, like that blows my mind, Austin. Like I, I um, lived a little bit further uh, up North gay street. So I was actually in a position where it was somewhat like in between downtown Auburn and that Kroger. And so I would go to yes. the Kroger a lot, obviously, or if I wanted to go all the way to the Walmart, either way, Opelika or Auburn, I would go to that. But yes. like, the f I did at one point live in downtown Auburn and the fact that I could have walked outside and been less than two minutes, if that, and get the groceries I need would have been outstanding. Now, listen, there's a lot of great stores downtown to get things that you need, great places to eat and stuff like that. And we obviously promote those, but the fact that you can get your groceries now behind J and M bookstore, mm. that blows my mind. Like, I cannot fathom the fact that a Publix is back there. Like, I, I don't know that I'll ever get used to it. But then I guess people also say that I never thought I'd see a Burger King behind J&M. But here we are. <laughs> it's definitely going to take some getting used to. But I think it's one of those things where I saw, like, Auburn and downtown Auburn hasn't had a grocery store since I don't even know what the name of the grocery store was. But it closed in, like, the 80s, early 80s right. or late. And so it's a great addition um, to downtown Auburn for kids, for I think about international students who might come over here with no cars and live on campus their entire time, and, and it's more accessible to them. 
Um, and then, you know, just I can't imagine how well they're going to do when you need last minute tailgating things. And downtown Publix is right there without having to get out and go to Walmart or get out and go to Kroger and, and be in the Auburn traffic, Auburn football traffic masses. So it's crazy. It's that I, I haven't really fathomed it here as an Auburn resident. This is my now time. I'm going to plug that I'm an Auburn resident once again. And I haven't really get fathomed you a t-shirt, that T-shirt. I'm an Auburn resident. Right. You know that. We're, I'm going to have a whiteboard behind me back here so our live stream viewers can see it. Every time I say I'm an Auburn resident, I'll just get a tally mark. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm very proud of it. But anyway, I, I don't know if I'll ever get used to it either, but it, it's great. I think it's a good addition for Auburn. And that's not something I've really said about all the additions to downtown Auburn. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy about this one. No, listen, I, I hope that comes across the way we're talking about this. We're, we're playing up the whole, oh, grumpy old man. Here we go. Be crotchety old man again. Change, change, go. change. We hate it. Rah, rah, rah. Um, but it, it was weird this week on Twitter. I, I don't know who to credit to, so I'm sorry if you are listening to this and you figure out this. Hey, that was, that's what I posted. I'm sure several people posted it. But if you can figure it out, hit us up. We'll, we'll give you a shout out on social media. Uh, but someone said, the fact that I can look stand in the parking lot of a Publix and see Sanford Hall is really odd. Like, and yeah. I like it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, if you have to be in a Publix parking lot, why wouldn't you want to see Sanford Hall? <laughs> There's worse views, right? There really is. And so that's the thing is, you know, if you're going to do, uh, you know, as my, my friend Jameis Winston once said, if we're going to do it big, let's do it big then. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's not really Auburn related, but I mean, I guess that's the philosophy that uh, the developers, um, I, maybe I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to, because I know one of the developers, Steve Fleming, <laughs> well, I don't know him, but I know of him. We've met a couple of times uh, and uh, give him a shout out. So if you're going to do it big, do it big, then put a Publix where you can see Sanford Hall. So yeah, one thing that's going to be interesting about this though, Austin, we talk about change and the, the parking is getting to be a hectic thing all the time yeah but especially on game day and imagine the amount of people now that don't have those opportunities for because i know they did sell some of the parking spots for some of those businesses on game days and that's been gone for a while but can you imagine the nightmare that is going to ensue for the public staff on game day trying to keep open stay in business like i have you heard anything are they gonna like not open the parking lot at all on game day or how are they gonna police that yeah good question so Speaking of parking for staff, my wife and I have both driven by now Publix to try and see what it's going on. And, and Emily actually went in already. But staff actually parking down behind, across from the Gay Street parking deck slash lot behind the Auburn Bank and walking to work. So the spots out front of Publix are not really even for fac or faculty, staff at Publix. Uh, I work at a school, right? Faculty, yeah, yeah. Staff at, <laughs> at Publix. Uh, it's that's just all for customers. Even still, I don't know how they're going to police it when we get this next home game on the 29th against Arkansas because you know they're going to have to keep a police officer out there making sure you're, oh. you know, not parking and walking away or or something. But um, that's a big area of parking spots that are going to yep. be uh, highly coveted. I think once game day rolls back around. So I commit to everybody here on the live recording. I commit to everybody in posterity that, you know, I've, I've been putting out these quote unquote vlogs, not necessarily vlogs, but I call them vlogs of, you know, my, what we're seeing on game days and game weekends. So I try to give you guys something new other than just the, 
you know, typical tailgating stuff footage. So this next go around when we're all back together in Auburn, I'm going to the Publix and I'm going to, you know, show you what a Publix in Auburn looks like. It probably looks like every other Publix out there, but by gosh, <laughs> it's got Stanford Hall in the background of the parking lot. That just makes it instantly awesome already. So quite a change. More changes are coming. Uh, we'll have yeah. to just deal with them when they arise. Well, I think a pro too here. Kyle, are you a fan of the pub subs? You know, I have not gotten on the pub sub train, but I have heard okay, legendary stories enough. about them. I mean, I think getting a pub sub at the Publix in Auburn is the time to get on the train and, and see what you like about it. I, I will probably have to do that now. I, listen, this has been the year of of Kyle trying to, you know, spread his wings, so to speak, in terms of there not just go. sticking in his Mama Goldbergs and his, you know, Zaxby's and his Guthrie's and all those, you know, chain stores that I love to go to. I will do my best to branch out. I know that's not really branching out to go to a pub sub because they're available everywhere. It's but okay. hey, for, it's okay. for me, it is. For me, it is. <laughs> anyway, we will have plenty of other opportunities to discuss Uh, the changes that are coming to downtown, some other things as well as they start opening and changing. There's more to come folks. So just if you are, if you are like us and are crotch deal men or women and don't like change, this ain't the time for you to be alive because it's coming. My friends, another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear. Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help for your financial to do's bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And this one is more of a broad topic. And, and I'm going to start us off with it, as I typically do, as the, as you know, I guess the host of the show, even, you know, however you want to view me. <laughs> um, the concept of having the Auburn experience or what may be more commonly known a war Eagle moment out and about traveling, but more so this is for me, like, yes, the travel part of it and and the destination I'm heading, uh, heading to, but even in airports, because what it continues to fascinate me and it's even more so on a college football game day, which I was traveling back from Texas uh, this weekend on a Saturday back here to Georgia made it, uh, home, uh, by halftime, which when we still had a opportunity at least to be competitive in the Georgia game and not, not much long after that, um, did we, mm, I'm just getting a headache, right? So now. it's your fault. Not. You got, yes, it's my fault. Dang it. You know, it's my <laughs> fault. I ruined the, the volleyball team and I ruined the Georgia football. It's fine. It's all my fault. No, um, it's interesting, even outside of it being a college football game day, you go to these airports, especially major hubs like Atlanta, Dallas, L.A., Seattle, Chicago, New York, what have you. You are going to find not just a eclectic mix of cultures, diversity everywhere, but you're going to get basically every college football fan that you could have. And um, not to be outdone, the Auburn fans, because it seems like no matter how many times I go to an airport, whether I am rushing through there or I've got extra time, I will always see at least one. But how often it happens that I see and have a worrying moment with multiple people just shocks me to this day. Like I had an Auburn fan 
on my flight. Now I know, listen, you're like, Kyle, you were going back to Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. It's like two hours from Auburn. Of course, there's probably an Auburn fan going back home to, to Georgia. Okay. I hear you on that, but just the chances, right? Especially on a college football game day where you think most people are glued to their TV, even when you expecting a blowout against Georgia, it blows my mind. So Austin, do you have similar experiences? Like, are, are you having these frequency of where you go moments in airports or traveling as much as I do? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Any trip, uh, it's a thing where my wife and I like to count the logos or count the college teams we see represented and keep track of who we, who we see. And Auburn's always there. And it's always fun to be able to have that war Eagle moment, whether it's Savannah, Georgia, or, um, you know, Orlando, Florida, or, or my favorite one has been in times square of New York city is seeing an Auburn hat and being able to have that war Eagle moment. Did you see Um, Leonardo DiCaprio? (laughs) No, it was uh, just a orange hat, but that was good. Um, I mean, things like that. That's one of the busiest places in the world. Um, and to see an Auburn hat go by just completely reminds you of everything we try and encapsulate here on, on talking about the Auburn experience. And so, yeah, it's rampant. Um, of course, I see Auburn logos all the time as I'm an Auburn resident. Click. And uh, But I see what you're saying. And in any airport or highly populated area, uh, it's reassuring and it's it's fun to see and and they never get old not not one time they really don't it's just interesting here if we talk about the difference between what we do and what a lot of other fans do because you're going to see the georgia fans the alabama fans say their stuff at other fans we're having our own moment with our people stay out of it (laughs) stay in your lane you redneck hillbillies just stay out of it This, this ain't about you we ain't even talking to you go away that happens about as much too, because they, it's like they hear us say war Eagle and can't just like keep it to themselves. It's like, it comes out like a, like a disease or something like that. I don't know. Um, the one I will, I will give credit. And this is just, I'm sure there are the other fan base that have similar kind of camaraderie and those type of moments together. But oddly enough, Michigan state is very good about this. And I learned this from a former coworker, it was a Michigan State fan, which, by the way, we needed them to beat Ohio State to get us into the national championship in 2013, and they did that, and she was like my best friend for the rest of the year because of that. Uh, but <laughs> they do go green, and the other, other person goes go white because oh, they're wow. green and white. And mm-hmm. it's it's really cool to just see that not just us, but other people have their own moments and not, not just spew their other crap at at other people so like dog fans when you're barking i mean i guess when you see them barking at each other which i saw some that day which is just sad i mean just (laughs) just think about it you've been trained to as an adult human being to bark at someone like how do you get to that low point in your life it's uh it's just born in them i guess to to act like an animal but you know that's what they got going for them good good for them but what does that do I prefer for just, like, just English talk, just communicate the way God intended for us to communicate with verbal affirmations it, instead it's of like, animal noises. Exactly. It's like, what are you saying? Where are you going? I'm like, at least I'm, I'm talking, you're barking at someone, you know, <laughs> and just, it, it's interesting. Anyway, back to the, the good things about that. So I, I had a worry moment, um, uh, not on the plane with the lady that was there. She, you know, you get these feeling that sometimes one thing that frustrates me to no end is when you say war eagle someone oh. and they don't say war eagle back. That happens very few times when it does. It's like the most offensive thing ever. 
like just at least acknowledge me that you, I said, mm-hmm. where I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, but um, so she did not look like one that was going to return the favor. So I did not reach out to her, but like I was approached twice <laughs> in the terminal. We were had about a two to three hour just wait. Cause we had to get there so early um, just because of travel logistics. And, you know, two people came up to me and like, where are you going? This, you know, this other person too, that was not an Auburn fan. It, it's always funny to me, the amount of people that are not Auburn fans that will say War Eagle to us because they, they know about us doing that. Uh, sure. So this Dallas airport at uh, DFW, Dallas Fort Worth airport worker. It's like, Hey man, War Eagle rooting for y'all today. You know, again, I'm like, well, first of all, <laughs> what kind of fan are you? I mean, are you a Georgia tech fan? That, that would be <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they exist anymore. I know they do. I've got someone down the street. <laughs> that's a Georgia tech fan. Yeah. No, but. I think that's what I like almost more than giving it is, is hearing it and, and kind of, it, it could be anything like you we're talking about an airport, you know, you're looking for your gate. There are so many distractions in an airport, the size of like one in Dallas or I mean, you're trying to get where you're going and, you know, someone passes by and just keep they're on their business too, but keeps going and you hear the war Eagle and, uh, that's just that is a feeling where it's like oh yeah same to you or eagle and and keep on moving that was one of my favorite i don't know what you call them the the you know the commercial that happens during football season that that, right. that promotes the university everyone has their own but that was one of my favorite ones several several years ago is is it was the orange and blue umbrella moving through the the crowd of black umbrellas and they bump into each other, both umbrellas bump into each other, and it's, oh, War Eagle. And that is just perfect, because that's exactly what it feels like, no matter where you are, and you hear one. Oh, you want to eat the best part about that is two things kind of wrap up this topic. First of all, I don't know um, what the name of her YouTube channel is. I should have prepared for this and known it, because she used to do small little videos for us at the Auburn Baptist Campus Ministries, and they did a War Eagle moment of two guys having stomach issues and then having a War Eagle moment underneath the stalls. Like They, <laughs> they, they, they reached their hand down that was not obviously clean. It's like, War Eagle! You know, that's, <laughs> it would go that level, too. Um, you know, But the fun part about it to me is also when you're involved in this war eagle moment that you know is coming like you've seen the person you know they've seen you even if you're across like the terminal mm-hmm. from each other and you're just waiting for the first person to make That's that right. eye contact and it's like oh are we close enough are we close enough and then finally it happens and you're like yeah <laughs> that's what we needed even though we're about to get trashed by georgia um we still had our war eagle moment and it made that's us that's right very very happy so we'll we'll talk more about some of those if we ever have uh you know really cool war eagle moments i didn't talk about my favorite because i'm i'm saving that for a rainy day um i've had several of them traveled a lot not necessarily internationally but all over the place and we'd obviously love to hear uh some of those cool things from you so you know what your homework is those of you that are listening here live on the replay on youtube or if you're listening on the podcast that your homework is when we promote the episode this week on social media, or you can do it here on YouTube in the comments section, share with us, like just briefly, what was your best war Eagle moment? That's what I'd love to hear yeah. from you guys. Same. That's what I think like that'd be great. About. It would be really cool. Uh, one up on, on me and Austin and just prove that you guys, you are the better Auburn fans because you had the better war Eagle moments. That's right. 
Well, that is going to do it for our show today. The Auburn experience. Again, not a lot of sports heavy discussion with the nature of things and way football is going right now, but there's still plenty of other things to be very happy about, about being part of the Auburn family and being part of the Auburn experience. Let's talk about where they can find us on Twitter. You can find me at Kyle Loomis 24. Where can they find you, Mr. Austin Scott? Austin G Scott on any social media platform. Uh, accept any weird ones like pinterest or things like that i don't i don't dabble in that and then we just lost the pinterest pinterest sponsorship i don't thank you for that oh we were so close we were so close to the pinterest sponsorship (laughs) and then again i find a reason to blame you every single episode and this is the reason now with that being said thank you so much for tuning in to the auburn experience episode seven we look forward to talking to you again very very soon war eagle war eagle everybody (laughs) 